showtime, it said. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Okay, so we're just going to wait for everybody to load up in here. Uh, while we wait, I'm going to light this blunt. Happy 420, everybody. Happy that's 420. Listening. Hi. Um, I, yeah, I'm not even ready for this part. I'm... I have two parts that I'm ready. I'm, I've got a Eureka Vapor. This show is not sponsored by Eureka, but I do rep them, so... If you're in Colorado or California, um, I just held that upside down twice. Find you some Eureka Vapor out there. Um, and if you're in Colorado and it's not in your dispensary, call me. I'll get it in there. They're good. They're they're yummy. I, I they're do real yummy. Say, uh, those, uh, as much as I hate the word disposable in terms of like, <laughs> the, you know, like, disposable stuff i just yeah. i love the their the, the how everything is the handheld the, yeah. the sweetness of it the flavor you call it uh grabbing goes yeah i like calling them grabbing goes that sounds better right um good afternoon Kelly. good afternoon if you're here say hello um i like calling them grabbing goes because it sounds better than disposables and that's what they are you don't have to like push a button or anything you just grab it you open it you go and yeah, so and if I'm it worried. dies, if the battery dies, you just recharge it. It's a rechargeable battery on those, yeah. so it's nice. So for someone who like myself who has not been uh, you know big onto pens or you know thing, uh, anything, <laughs> it yeah. does make things super easy. What up, my friends? What's what up? up? What's up? Um. You know, I'm not big into pens usually either, but I love, I love these. These actually get me really stoned. <laughs> like they're really good. And also I haven't tried this, but I don't know if you can do it on the disposables. I mean, it's just a click in the top just clicks in. So if you could get that off, you could probably refill it too. And we, and we have syringes. So, right, right, right. So, yeah. So I follow I, me for more tips. Exactly. See, these are the things that I like for, for people, you know, just eco-conscious when we're talking mm -hmm. about our industry and, um, you know, the way that packaging goes and the way that, you know, cartridges and, uh, you know, batteries and coils and cetera's and cetera's, you know, it's just like where, how they can all we, end up in a landfill y'all. Yeah. They how can we utilize, use it to its fullest extent? How can we, um, you know, right. Um, so, well, we got, good evening, everybody. We got a few uh, watchers, so I guess we this would be a good time to let you guys know that it is about that time. You are about to get highly educated with the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Canna Queen and MJ. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts and their subsidiaries, but if you aren't sure, you can ask us. And if you're still not sure, just take a good look at our faces. They're probably going to tell you. Uh, <laughs> it's time to get this session started. So thanks for rolling up and showing up. And uh, let's get this show started. I mean, we kind of already did. I know. Uh, you got to come into it. Everyone joined us early. Early. <laughs> I love it. It's because there's women in the house. That's why. Um, we do have guests today. We have Hava Gardens today. Super excited to talk to them. Um, very knowledgeable women in the industry. Of course they are, because we all are. Um so, yeah, we're super excited about that. Uh, but we have a few show notes to cover before we get there. Oh, I didn't you know. even open those up. Oh, yeah, you open those up. She was like, I do not even. I had my technical technical difficulties beforehand. Early, so. Before she got here, she already had them. So maybe we'll be good for the rest of the show. 
broken ring light. I was, was like, like uh, she just froze up, but she'll be back in a minute. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Figure it out. My, for some reason, my internet always like defaults to the free Xfinity that doesn't actually give you a, you know, it'll give you oh, a like a real. Amount. Yeah. Yeah. And then at a, whatever point it's like, burr, burr. um, Yes, I'm mad about something today. You know I'm mad about something today. You already know. Look at you coming in here starting. He's like, he's like, let's get talking about it then. Let's talk about what you're mad about. You know what I'm mad about. What do you think I'm mad about? We have today? our show notes. <laughs> How do you know what's going on? What do you think I'm mad about today? Let's start there. Let's start there. You ready? We have guesses. Are we taking guesses? Are we taking guesses about what I'm mad about today? I think we'll get some partially right answers because, yeah, because it's. I'm into the comments, our friends. Like, um, <laughs> I know we're on a delay. That's why I'm kind of pausing a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we're on a delay. Okay. Oh, it's not Spectrum today. No, but you know what they did? Ooh. They sent me, uh, they sent, that was, I mean, you're you in, my, <laughs> you in my text messages too. They sent me a um, text today. And it said that they would give me a free line for a year. No, no, free unlimited line. Free. But then what's the next year? Did it say? But what does it cost me next year? Right. So we're going to discuss it. I'm gonna, I might call them and see what that looks like because we we want to get a a, a a line for for just specifically for Queen Kitty, you know. So maybe I don't know, but they they are not pissing me off today. Um, so, I mean, but since you brought it up, let's talk about what's pissed me off today. It's not exactly what you think, but it does have to do with the trending topic today. So there's that. It's upsetting that this is what's trending, but here we are. So for anybody that has not opened the internet today, <laughs> I did. I did finally get my right phone. Yes. Thank you for asking. She's right here. There she is. She's beautiful. Um, today, uh, if you have not opened the internet today, then you would not know that last night on the Oscars, which I do not watch, uh, Will Smith went up on stage and slapped shit out of Chris Rock. <laughs> right there in front of the whole world. <laughs> I mean, it never. I mean, I my sister texted me and then you text me just a few minutes after. Uh, I just saw it on the internet. I wasn't even watching the Oscars. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> I, I like, neither. Oh, my sister texted me and was on that. So, because she does. So, um, so yeah. So the slap heard around the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. seen or both. So uh, the echo, yeah, especially because obviously <laughs> it's all that open stage, right? You heard all of it, right? <laughs> so, okay, listen, I'm not going to say I condone violence. But I do condone standing up for your loved ones. Uh, so there's that. There's a couple of pieces to this. I don't really give a shit about the the slap, but I will. I will put. I since we're talking about, I put my two cents in. Should he have slapped him? No. He should have fucking held his anger. That's some shit. Go talk, go to therapy about that, sir. Uh, but also, uh, <laughs> would I have slapped him? Uh, yes, myself. If you would have said some shit about my hair, listen, my hair is very important to me. And I'm a white woman. Okay. Um, if you could say that we have a culture, our culture does not hold our hair in super high regard as, as a culture. But black women do. 
native and men too, native men and women do. Right. And so when we talk about, I think this is a great opportunity to talk about alopecia and bring awareness to what that is and what that looks like for people and how hard that is mentally and physically on people. So I think that's a good, that this was maybe a good segue into that conversation, but maybe violence isn't the answer. But also if Chris Rock had been talking shit about my hair, um, my husband, Will Smith, would not have had to get up out of that damn seat. I would have taken my, me and my gown up on that stage and beat shit out of him in front of everybody myself. And I wouldn't have just slapped him across his face. I'd beat shit out of him because, you know, that's I'm violent sometimes. <laughs> she chooses violence. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up and choose violence. Be aware. No, but like on the real of it, I'm not condoning that. And I'm joking, of course. I'm joking around. But I'm not condoning that at all. But I'm also saying that, you know, be careful about what you bring out your mouth because you could get slapped across your fucking face. And he didn't close fist him. Like he wasn't, that was an embarrassing thing. That wasn't like he was trying to like hurt him. He was trying to hurt his pride. You know, like he slapped shit out of him. He didn't punch him. He could have knocked him out. He could have KO'd him right there on that stage. He didn't do that. So that, that's that. But that aside, this is what makes me, that, none of that pisses me off. I don't. That's what I asked my sister because my sister messaged me um, you know, about it happening. And then right after that, she said, then Will um, won Best Actor. And I was like, so was the slap real for real? Or was well, it? Well, here's my and take then on she's that. Like, no, it was for real. She's like, she clearly like, no, it was for real. It's, she's like, that's separate. But I was like. Um. But also, doesn't the Oscars have a two minute delay? So why did we, why didn't they cut to commercial? Why did we hear him say, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth? Why, why did we hear the fucking, why did we hear that? Like, why is that? So, I mean, possibly it could have been staged for publicity. Uh, Chris Rock hasn't been in the news lately, but he's getting some bad publicity right now. Like I just saw a video of him with Louis CK just bouncing the N word off of each other. It was really gross and disgusting. And, um, Ricky Gervais was in the room and then Jerry Seinfeld was the only one that was like, this is super uncomfortable and he can't say that like, you know, so, <laughs> so it's kind of like that. But, um, but I, you know, it could be a publicity stunt. It could be, it could be a publicity stunt for Jada right now. Now people are talking about alopecia, right? So that could be a thing. That could be a thing. Um, I don't know, but I don't care about any of that. Yes. I have opinions, but I literally, I, I honestly don't even care. The part, the part that bothers me is that when any time, here it is, y'all, if y'all been watching this show long enough or follow me on social media, you know that I uh, am polyamorous, okay? That means many loves. That's what that means, okay? And so I have a real problem. It kind of triggers me a little bit. I don't know. But I have a real problem with every time that Will and Jada are in the news, we got to talk about their marriage and their marriage arrangement which is an open marriage arrangement and how it emasculates the man in the, in the relationship. Like you don't even know this man. Right. And I, and like, and then calling her a cheater. Um, no, probably not. Now, can you cheat in an open relationship? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Let me just clarify in an open relationship. Uh, you do potentially have more than one love, but it's all about honesty and open communication. So you don't lie to your other partners about your partners, right? You keep an open line of communication is very much about love and trust and respect. Okay. So could she be, could she be a cheater? Yes, she could be likelihood. Not y'all don't know what their marriage is. It's an open marriage. Stop judging it. It triggers me. I hate it. That's what I'm mad about today. 
Because <laughs> I'm in an open marriage and I'm not cheating on my husband. I, I'm not cheating on my husband in my other relationships. He knows about those relationships. I'm very open and honest with him about those relationships. And he with me about other relationships that he has from time to time on occasion. Well, that, that is part of, you know, again, when you, it's, it's a conversation. It's not like you just get to do what you want to do. Right. You have agreements with your partners. Uh, I mean, I so much that people, you know, I've, I've had couples that had contracts. They've like literally had it on or had post-it notes on the refrigerator. These are the boundaries and don't go over them. Exactly. You exactly. know, like. <clears throat> right, right. And if we want to set new boundaries or pull back on some of these, we can. We can sit down and have the discussion and do that thing. If you guys watch you on Netflix, there's this whole thing in season three where like this one couple is like open and into um, into um, being with other couples. But they like when they went to go talk to them, they brought a contract to the table and they're like, and it was like thick too. It was <laughs> like, yeah, no lawsuits, babe. <laughs> what are you mixing? Made my pink drink. Okay, um, what is it? Tell us. That's the final product. All right. It's beautiful. Um, I'm sure my table's here. Okay. So today. We're doing a taste test. We're doing a little, yeah, a taste and a little mixer. Um, got the Queen Kitty bubblegum seltzer. Queen Kitty. 10 milligrams Kitty. of CBD in there. And so I did about, I think about half the can. Maybe like a third. And then this is, and I, this is from the makers of this, uh, you know, but it's our, our producers, yeah, our producers. And it's a, it's a, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know how he said a hundred in that whole bottle. Right. Okay. Yes. But it's uh it's, is THC. it, it's THC. Yeah. And so um, I think it's a strawberry flavor. She said, I think it doesn't have bubbles in it. That one doesn't. That one does not have bubbles. It does with yours. How is it? She just made a one-to-one with that, basically. It's lovely. That is really good. Ah, I love that. Like all summer long. Like it's like a, it's like a nice little pink drink. Like I taste like pink. That's, that's about how I I taste like pink. Tastes like pink. Some of y'all know what that tastes like. What? So, but what I also have, what I also have, um, since uh, we, you know, our, our bubble gum is, uh, it's, it's, y'all, it's, it's a stri- strawberry pineapple essence botanicals. Um, I don't care what but to us, that shit tastes like bubble gum. To us, it is straight pink bubble gum. Um, and my whole car smelled like bubble gum today. Right. And so I happened to be at the candy store with my niece and my sister, and this was, uh, in the, a refrigerator. So I picked it Lots up. Of sugar in that one. This is straight sugar. It not is not a natural botanical like ours. No. Yeah. Yes. It's just sugar. I don't. It's sugar. Oh. Yeah. Um, we don't have to ask. It's Bazooka Joe. They yeah, it's Bazooka anything. Joe. I mean, it's uh, forty-two grams of sugar in this bottle. There are some other CBD seltzers out on the market that have. Uh, 25 grams of sugar in their CBD soda. That's gross. That's crazy. And what do you think about caffeinated CBD soda? Yeah, what do you guys think about caffeinated CBD? I don't know. I find it a little odd, but what's the, what's, yeah, tell us everything. 
it does smell like that plasticky pink smell. Yeah, that plasticky bubblegum smell. Like the baseball card? Yeah. Like they were... Let's go. Do it. Taking one for the team. That... Oh, that face. Oh, my God. Look at her face, y'all. <laughs> it's not good. It's not. It is not good. It. Does it taste like Bazooka Joe? No. Oh. It tastes like biting into wax with a. She said, no, I just quit caffeine. She's like, do not put caffeine in your drinks. I just quit. We're not putting caffeine in our drinks. We're just curious what you guys think. I don't think it's a good idea. Oh, that face on the, don't get the Bazooka Joe drink. Get ours. Ours tastes like bubble gum. Theirs tastes like plastic. There it is. Do it. Okay. Uh, Before we get our guests on, I know they're anxious to get on here um i want to do our moment in uh women's history our moment in black history today and today i want to come back okay i want to honor and talk about a current affair current affairs uh let's talk about uh ketanji brown jackson let's talk about her um, mic drop for her. First of all, um, she ha- was recently nominated to be a Supreme Court justice. Where is it? There it is. And she is hella qualified. So, um, I'm not going to get way into this y'all. She got a whole Wikipedia page and it is way full. Um, but, um, she, uh, is an American attorney. Uh, she served as a federal judge on the United States Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit Court since 2021. Um, current, I, I think, did they, did they, uh, did they pass her, not her nomination pass through? I, this might be uh, outdated. I, somebody tell me. Um, but um, she was recently nominated for Supreme Court justice, awaiting a Senate confirmation. Now, I was watching because I don't pay attention to news every day anymore because it's bad for my mental health. But I was watching kind of what was going on. And, you know, they came after her. Right. Um, she is an absolutely amazing, um, uh, amazing presence of a of a of a woman. Um, she's very educated and she is very equipped to do this job, actually more so than anybody else on the Supreme court right now. She has, um, uh, she has had her whole career in law. She has been a judge for a lot of that. Um, uh, she was on the U S sentencing commission under, uh, Barack Obama. She has served on district court, um, uh, seats. Um, she's got several rulings under her, under her belt that were really important rulings. Um, and, uh, all of this is listed on her Wikipedia page. Um, she served on the court of appeals for the, for DC's U S district court. Um, she has more experience than, um, all of the justices combined right now. And they literally tried to block her nomination 
They had zero good reason to do that. She is overqualified. And let me tell you guys this. This goes for women across the board, but black women have to fly when other people can just walk or crawl even into these spaces. Black women have to fly into these spaces, right? And so don't don't like look at her as like she's just your basic. No, she's not basic. She ain't average. She ain't none of that. Um she maintained, if you remember the last uh, time we had uh, some kerfuffle over an, a Supreme Court nominee, that man had a whole fit and cried about life. And she maintained her composure when she was being attacked by some really just asinine um, accusations, remarks, things like that, you know. Um, and one of the things that she said, I mean, she stood up for herself um, very eloquently and professionally, um, which no man um serving currently in the Senate or on the Supreme Court can possibly do. Um, But responding to Senator uh, Graham's inquiry about whether or not she was qualified enough to do this job, she says, I actually have more trial experience than all of the current justices combined. But thank you for your concern, Senator Graham. (laughs) Just so graceful. Um, I urge you to learn more about her. She's an amazing woman and she will be the first black woman to sit on the Supreme court. And again, she is, she is more than qualified. I wish all of the candidates were as qualified as she is, as she is. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't we have a different, uh, wouldn't we have a different um, Supreme court altogether and different. Um, So, so yeah, I just wanted to highlight her because she is amazing. It's current affairs, somebody that's currently happening. She's, uh, she's got a history of being amazing and stupendous, and she will have a future of continuing to be amazing and stupendous. So she is not only um, uh, black women's history, but she is uh, the future as well, our future as well. So um, yeah, that's, that's, that's her. So excellent. Excellent. Love it. Uh, we want to inter- introduce our, our guests. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you the pleasure of doing so. Let me move this banner out of the way. Oh, one more thing before we introduce our guests. I just want to um, let everybody know that I'm about to scroll a cash app across the bottom of this page. If you guys, um, this is a cash app for my friend, um, her, TikTok name. Some of you may know her as um, bashful underscore Indica. I'm not going to get into what's going on with her. That's her personal story that she has chosen to share with friends only on her TikTok. So I'm not going to, you know, um, share anything publicly like that, but she is going through some stuff and she could definitely use some help. So for the show, um, I, of course, we're going to do advertisements and stuff, but when we're not putting um, advertisements and things of that nature on the screen, we will have her cash app scrolling across the bottom, which is um, right after the dollar sign. So dollar sign and everything after that is her cash app. Um, a little can go a long way. Um, if you are her friend, sending her love and words of encouragement. If you are not um, a follower or a friend of hers, um, I urge you to follow her cause she's amazing. Um, she creates some great content, but also, um, just send out positive affirmations and vibes. You guys already know how well that works. We've seen it in action, um, doing that before. So, um, just send her some well wishes, um, bashful underscore Indica on TikTok. I believe on Instagram too, if you guys want to go check her out and look her up. Um, and if you have, uh, you know, a dollar or two, a couple dollars and, you know, shoot them her way and, and help her out. 
she's she deserves it. So with that said, let's introduce our guests. Yeah, let's go ahead and bring them on in. We've got a couple of the ladies from uh, Hava Gardens. Um, Hava Gardens, I, I have not gotten to go into this location yet, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, but it is a woman-owned and operated um, everything, uh, cultivation, dispensary, um, infused processing facility, um, community-involved education. Like I, um, I don't know why I haven't heard of y'all before. You know, like, I don't know, like we, I, I think Michelle, you and I just in talking and everything and passing, it's like, because it's further away from me, I guess it's just not, you know, people don't think about, uh, you know, I don't know. I haven't been down to Quebec, but I'm certainly going to head down there now. So where, where is it? Where is it? Tell our audience where it is. It's in Quebec, Colorado. Into, so I don't even know where that is. <laughs> uh, most people don't. Mo, uh, it's, just, it's, it's probably about 20 miles uh, east of Grand Junction. Okay. So right before you get to the canyon uh, to get into Grand Junction. Okay. Okay. So that could be a reason why we don't know about Hava Gardens, but I want y'all to know about Hava Gardens because I recently have learned about you guys, gals, girls, ladies, women. Um, and I am so excited. I read your story and I was like, this is I mean, it's just so beautiful. First of all, the the story behind uh, your organization, your your um, your company, and um, women are doing it. Like it's it's women are running shit over there. So, um, so MJ, you know, you know Michelle, Michelle. Okay, um, so you guys have known each other for a while, and 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 so you brought them to my attention. Thank you so much. For that. Yeah, it just happened, you know, that we ran into each other and got to talking about the podcast. And um, uh, you know, she reminded me that she was over at Hava Gardens. And then we talked a bit and I was like, okay. And then she said, we were talking about Women's Month. And she's like, well, we're women owned. And I was like, what the hell? What have I been missing over here? And why, I guess, again, just um, because our clinic slowed down there, we just didn't, I don't know. It's like when it's not in your periphery you know, when it's yeah. got blinders on in your areas and um and so I was like oh my gosh I don't didn't even I don't know you know so it's women from the from the top to the bottom and the bottom to the top yes yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. you know um, introduce yourselves um tell us where you're at on that um and then yeah go into how it got started. I have a million questions probably. No, I know. I've got your, you know, I want to talk about the CEO and who, you know, I want to hear all. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my name is Bree Kralik. I'm the director of cultivation operations. And I'm Michelle Quick. I am the post-harvest director here at Hava Gardens. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Um, our first uh, women growers that we've had on our show. I wish yes. I had one of those machines. Yeah. I a long time. I think a patient, you know, she told me she was a grower and I didn't even plug it in. And, and, and yeah, cause I'm a grower too, but I was working in a grow that was owned by men and run by men. Right. Mm-hmm. My head grower was a, a, a man and he, and he's an excellent head grower. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but like also, this is this doesn't happen in our industry very often. No, for sure. I mean, I think it's happening more, but you know, it's well because we're building it, right? Right. Right. 
I think it's harder to to move up from the bottom, you know, in a lot of ways. Like when I first started, it was, you know, most of my, you know, peer growers were, were all dudes and it was very like ego-y and that whole yeah. vibe. But if you can get through some of that and you have some people in your corner, it helps. But not everyone gets that experience. No, it's it's a yeah, you have to like even just you have to work harder. You have to prove it, you know, show you show with the the product that you put out. And I I yeah, remember circles around those dudes, man. Yeah, and my yeah. you know, my own experience of that happening where it's just like we listened, we did our job and you know, so we produced and and we gave them, you know, those girls love and you know, it was got paid less. Um and <laughs> um but you know, and they're like, "Oh, the master growers, you know, giving you all tips. He's cheating, you know, like you making it better for you guys." And we're like, "No, no, what are you here like, for? We named our girls. We, uh, you know, like, fuck you, like, no, like, <laughs> also, like, what are we here for? Are we here to like, even like, I feel like even your your head grower, your master grower, should also be like, oh shit, that's a technique I've never tried before. Let's look into that, right? So, like, what are we here for, if not to improve what we're producing for the public, right? Um, just a little history for our audience. Um, just a little touch on history. Women weren't even like when when underground was. Uh, and still is alive and well. But when underground was like the primary thing, when there was no legalization on on these streets, right? Women usually were not allowed in those spaces. They kept us out. They would not let us into those spaces. They did not trust us. Um, they they did not believe in our skill sets. They, uh, you know, it's the whole thing that's always turned us turned us against each other this whole time, right? We're catty. We fight with you, blah, blah, blah. The jealousy. Well, I mean, y'all cause that. Y'all want to see it. Y'all like the drama. And now it's like, now we're in the like 20s, right? The the roaring 20s. And, and women are like, fuck that noise. We don't hate each other. We love each other. We're going to work together to build this better than you built it, right? And so I think that's what's happening now. But for the history part of it, the reason we have a hard time, especially in cultivation, spaces is because um we weren't allowed in those spaces for a long time and even though they're letting us in now because you know laws uh <laughs> they got no choices um they they do it reluctantly a lot of times and then um we were kind of talking before we came on the show uh Bree about um I really want to talk to you about uh living soil as we go forward but we were talking about proprietary uh things and uh they've hoarded that for a long time. And, and you were like, no, I don't, I, you know, whatever you can try it. You might not do it. You probably won't do as well as I do it because I have this skill set, I have this knowledge. Right. And I've been doing this for years, but you know, whatever it's, you, I say this a lot on the show. Um, McDonald's and Burger King got fucking restaurants right across the street from each other and both make millions, billions of dollars. Yes. Like literally you're not my competition. I'm my competition. And I'm always going to do things better and better because I'm innovative in these ways. And you may or may not be, especially if you had to take something that I gave you. Right. So so um, so I think that that whole idea of not sharing knowledge is kind of ridiculous. It's definitely held us back in the in the in the past olden days but i think now we're starting to see more people working together especially women are working more together and not worried about that part as much what what, what are your thoughts on that 
I mean, I think like in, in my scenario, it's, it's a little bit unique, um, but I started at Verde Natural and our current VP of cultivation at Hava, Cassandra Maffey, um, that's, that's where she, she started that operation. And um, so that's kind of where I got my foundation and learned everything. Um, so I did have like this experience of, you know, being able to work under, um, under a woman and under someone who also is unique in the sense that she did come up in the underground, um, you know, illicit days uh, in Humboldt. Um, nice. Which not a lot, you know, again, not a lot, not a lot of women people. had that experience, right? There's still mm-hmm. some, you know, there's some rad chicks, you know, from back in the day in her community that are still, are still doing things. But I um, mean, she was able to take that experience and figure out how to transition it, you know, into business and really focus more um, into business and figure out how to, how to make that worth it and, and to grow. And, um, so I did have that experience, um, to work under her, learn her system. Um, and she's the, she's the creator of your living soil recipe. Yeah. Yeah. So she's the, yeah, she's created the system. Um, what we've done over the years, we've worked together often on a bunch, um, is, you know, we adjust to what's going on. So, we try to look for ways to improve it. We have to adjust based on, you know, certain variables, like in this operation, like this is, this is my first greenhouse operation. So I had to tweak, you know, quite a few things to, to make this facility work. Um, right. I was watching the video. Can we try, do we want to play that or do we want to play it later? Like, I, do you have it? I have the website up. Let me see. Let me play around with the, the stream yard and see what it'll let me do. But while we're talking and if I can get it to like pop up on a shared screen and then play, we'll, we'll, we'll go for it. But um, if you want to, we'll keep on chat- chatting and all yeah, the sure. technical stuff. So this kind of yeah. like goes into um, to into the living soil conversation, which like I said, I told you guys before we came on, I have been dying to have with somebody because I actually want to learn more about living soil and how to utilize it in my gardens um, so, um, first, uh, what, why, why Hava, why Hava Gardens? Why, wh- where did that name come from? Um, so my, my CEO, Renee Grossman, um, she came up with that name. Um, you know, Hava means, uh, Eve in Hebrew, and she really wanted just to do something that represents, um, you know, the females that, that work in this company. We just have a lot of, of women, um, you know, all of our store managers are women. Um, we, and it's about, you know, 50, 50 kind of up top as well. So we have a good, a good group and we, we have a lot of women that work in this, uh, this business. And she's always, you know, loved that about that. So she just kind of wanted to extend that, like make an homage to that. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she's, she's been out in this area running high Q stores initially. Um, you know, when I first met, met her, she had a couple stores. Um, the year that I signed on with her, she added two more stores um, while we were trying to build or, you know, start the process of getting this up um, along with our manufacturing as well. So we've done a bunch of craziness in the past couple of years for sure. Um, but yeah, that's, that's the origin. She really, you know, she understands like why living soil and like, you know, focus on organics is important. And she's always like followed that value, value, even if, even before we did cultivation in her own store. So it just, the fit made sense for sure. Right. 
Um, so the, this, these are the notes that I have for, for our audience. Cause I, I definitely, this is, I mean, when I read this, I was like, I love stuff like this. We are actually working in our product line to do like, you know, make sure that we, we, um, pay attention to these small details. Right. So Hava means even Hebrew, as you said, it also means living and breathing and living soil cultivation is the plant nutrition equivalent of eating from the garden of Eden. Living soil cultivation is how plants were grown in the garden of Eden. So this all comes together in all in one name. And it's like, it's the whole philosophy behind the company is right there in the name. I really, really love that. I love the branding behind that and the messaging behind that. Um, I We're going to play this video? I think so. This, we're going to try. Yeah. You know, okay. For those that are tuning in later, if it's cutting out of your you know, your recording, go to havagardens.com. Um, this is from their website. And uh, we're gonna, I'm going to hit play and see what happens. <laughs> okay, let's, let's mute too, I guess, whenever okay. we do. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it's freezing a little bit there. So um, we're going to send you to their website, though. We'll send you to their website, havagardens.com to watch this video. Um, do you want to just give a brief synopsis of it, MJ? Um, why don't I let them give a yeah. little synopsis and they know. And kind of giving a, a tour, you know, talk about what, what they're doing and her beliefs. And it's, yeah, yeah for cool. sure. so probably go check it out on their website. Uh, yeah. But tell us a little bit about, uh, about that, or what was going on there. Um, so that just, you know, kind of explains, you know, a little bit of the basics of, of living soil. I mean, you know, it's defined, like, generally speaking, we're, we're trying to, you know, optimize for the soil food web. Um, so there's, there's so many different ways to go about this. And there's so many different people that do it. Um, what makes us a little bit different is that we're able to, to make this system scalable. Um, you know, on a bigger level. I think a lot of home growers can do, you know, really, really cool stuff uh, with living soil and, and no-till and, and those kinds of things. It's just harder to actually make it, you know, a larger business. Um, right. But essentially, you know, we're focused on mimicking, um, you know, nature as much as we can. Um, you know, we recycle all of our soil um, that we're using in our flowering beds. Um, and we're optimizing for that soil food web. We're using like granular amendments, um, as well as constantly like re-inoculating uh, with like compost teas and, um, and other beneficial organisms um, as well. So basically we're feeding the soil, not feeding the plant, you know, and, and synthetic systems, which uh, I've dabbled in, you know, I've seen great, great flower come out of, uh, you know, salt-based uh, systems, but you're basically like feeding the plant directly instead of allowing the plant to have like a natural interaction with the microbes that actually make those nutrients available. Um, and with that, you kind of, you get, you know, you can get more terpene profiles, you can get a lot more out of that plant. And the other part of it is those plants are like in a bed together. So they get to interact with each other. So like this plant over here needs water or needs something. Um, they have the ability to communicate that to each other via their root system. 
<laughs> I'm just over here like listening to you like um I love this. This is <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> if you guys aren't sitting like this, I don't even know. Wow. I don't even know how, right. <laughs> I'm just loving it. So um you kind of explained it. Um, there were terms in there that I know a lot of our um viewers are not gonna necessarily know, but when you start educating yourself about uh, what's going into your plan and, and those types that you would understand the, the terminology a little bit better. But if you could just give a basic uh, definition of what living soil is, what, what would your basic definition for, for the layman, for the, for the average Joe be? Um, basic definition is. <laughs> Good luck. Cause I have a hard time doing things like this. <laughs> I know. I'm like, Oh, let's see. I mean, I guess the most basic way of, uh, to describe it is using soil, you know, biology and nutrients together. So using those three things together um, to exist um, and interact with each other uh, is what makes something, li you know, living uh, and alive. Um, mm -hmm. It's not just one or the other. That's the probably the simplest way to put it for sure. It's kind of like the whole circle of life right there in the soil, in right? the soil. living yeah. back yeah. Or like the animal, the life and death cycle of the, you know, animals yeah. in the, you know, giving back to that soil and then growing in the plant and then the plant, you know, like, so that in, in a sense. Absolutely. I mean, it's a whole, it's a whole like community in there. So, I mean, you have things like bacteria, fungi, nematodes, uh, anthropods, all of those, you know, organisms are interacting with each other um, and, you know, they're going to consume uh, nutrients and things and break them down and make them available. Um, they're also, you know, they'll also die and also, you know, be a nutrient source for other things to uh, consume right. as well. So it's a whole exchange and um, a whole party down there. <laughs> It sounds like a whole party. So, <laughs> so, so I think a lot of um, a lot of our uh, listeners do grow at home or, or kind of dabble in it a little bit. Is this something that somebody could figure out and do in their small home grow? Or oh yeah, because you. Oh, I mean, you already said that putting it on a larger scale is actually more difficult than bringing it down. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of home growers do you know, especially a lot of, a lot of people that like try some of the Korean natural farming practices and um, like no-till practices. And um, a lot of those home growers, you know, they get very into it and they, you know, they have a lot of steps like they're, you know, in some cases like making all of their own inputs and, and things like that, um, which is really, really cool stuff. Um, I think, you know, not everyone can do that. So I think right. there's another lane for people that really want to, focus on living soil or focus on organics that can be more simple and like suit their lifestyle. Like if you live in a tiny apartment, like you probably can't like ferment like your, your nutrient inputs, you know, it's a combination of being practical while still having like a sustainable focus. Um, right. I think some people kind of lose sight of that. It's like, you know, we can do the best we can with what we have um, in terms of sustainability um, and still have a great, you know, product. Mm -hmm. And yeah, in some cases, you're going to use something that's in a bottle um, if that's what works. Right. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't all have to be that. Um, and it's not all bad. It's like you're still limiting what you're using. You can still recycle your soil. You can still do all of these things. Right. Yeah. 
Um, man, this is <laughs> this is so interesting. I'm so like um, in awe of your whole business model. Um, I love that it's women from top to bottom, bottom to top. Um, I love that you're using the living soil. I, I mean, not not a lot of growers are doing that. Not a lot of grows, not commercial, commercially speaking. No, I think um, I think we're the biggest living soil operator in Colorado right now. Unless there's a new guy, I don't know about. <laughs> do people come to you? Do they do? Uh, you know, people ask on a small scale to uh, you know where they can you know learn this process or um do you guys offer any kind of education on that um in in your dispensary and your facilities yeah absolutely so you know on our instagram we're starting to shout out like you know different like nutrient amendments you you guys can check that out it's at hava gardens but essentially we'll highlight some things like um something like alfalfa meal and, and what its actual benefit is um to the plant um, and why, you know, why it's a, it's, it's one of my favorite amendments. It has like a natural, naturally occurring growth hormone um, within alfalfa meal. So um, you're organically uh, providing that. Um, but yeah, we will definitely highlight different things that we do and different things that we use. Um, Cassandra is a little bit more involved in that. Um, I'm a little busy. I wish I was slightly more involved with the community. Um, I want to get to that point, but um she's definitely on uh different threads and stuff like that on facebook and people hit her up on instagram um too but i definitely will answer her and i will answer questions that come through on on haba's instagram as well um we like to help people out you know we're not we're not shy about you know suggesting some things for people to try and things like that um because a lot of people just need like a little bit of direction, you know, um, we're not scared of providing that, you know, and everybody can use parts of what we do or all of it, or, you know, it's like, it's pretty simple. We definitely try to keep it as simple as possible, not only for practicality, but in a business, like it's much easier to, to train people if it's not overly, overly complicated and actually share the knowledge as well. I like the transparency of Hava and the whole model. Um, like back in the day, you know, those uh, recipes and things were like hoarded to the master growers and the growers. And so nobody else even knew what was going back on. They still are. Still yeah, are. are. <laughs> yeah, it's super great here. You know, you can go in the back where like all of the natural nutrients where they're stored and like the recipes there, like Bree said, unless you really know, you don't know. Um, right. You can grab that recipe and, and take it home and try to um, for sure. I mean, do it more on a home base. There's, scale. you know, there's definitely plenty of things that I still, you know, have to like analyze and kind of make the final call on, um, when it comes to like, all right, how much amendments are we going to add back into our beds based on, you know, soil analysis, like understanding what nutrients are actually available in there, um, and what makes sense to add and what quantities, you know, um, that's something that takes a little bit more, you know, research and effort and, and right. things like that. And, and a lot of, you know, a lot of people can do it on their own. Um, you know, a lot of times Cassandra and I, like, we still have to go do our own research and, and go find new information. Um, it's easy to kind of lose what's going on um, and, and the new trends and what, you know, other living soil and organic gardeners are, are doing and learning. Um, so we absolutely still still go and find out new information all the time. Right. 
It's important. It's important. Our industry is constantly evolving. And also, I mean, is this, is this your experience? Um, Michelle, is it, I, I feel like that sharing of knowledge in the workplace makes make, makes me feel valuable in the workplace, right? So then then you trust me with this information, Absolutely. and and I and I can be better at my job because now I have this information. Do you find that to be also true for you? Correct. And you know, even just being a uh, being the post harvest uh, manager, you know, I do everything after the plant is harvested and cut. Right. It's still. Um, makes you feel good when you walk in that room to go grab something real quick and it's right there. It's like, wow, like if I wanted to, or if she needed me to hop in somewhere, like I could grab that and, and right. hop in and be trusted with that. Information. I mean, that's kind of in our nature too, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we had this one, this one experience. <laughs> I we had, we had a meeting every Wednesday, which I don't know if y'all do that, but oh my God. Um, and it it was like, we had the growers meeting in the morning and then we would have like a a whole like facility, like warehouse facility meeting in the afternoon, like every Wednesday. And I was like, dude, this is, we have so much to do. It's such a waste of time, craziness. Right. But in one of those meetings, um, this, one of the guys just stood up and they were like, does anybody have anything else before we, you know, get back to work or whatever? This guy stood up and he goes, well, you know, you guys, it's been nice working with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's incredible. And somebody goes, <laughs> and somebody goes, what about two weeks? And he goes, you know, we don't do two weeks around here. <laughs> <laughs> and he leaves. Right. But he leaves with like a dirty trim machine and it's, and like his job's not done. And I, so so it again in our nature, I just go out. It's like you want me to just break this down and clean it, or you want me to <laughs> continue doing what he was doing. They were like, just break it down and clean it. And so I did, right? And then the owner comes out and he was like, Do you know how to do everything around here? And I was like, yeah, almost. <laughs> almost. Right? Yeah. It's important right. because we have to. I was working in the warehouse at the time. I got promoted into cultivation. Because I had to do that to get promoted into cultivation. I didn't, I didn't come in with the uh, assets that I needed to just go into cultivation. Right. So it's what it is, but yeah, it's, it, it makes it, it, you know, it's so important for everybody, not just women, but it's important for everybody. If you go to work and you feel like you are, a necessity there and they treat you like that and they treat you with trust and respect, then you want to go to work and you want, and listen to how important this is in a grow facility. It's amazing that you're using living soil. Amazing. But at the end of the day, those plants also interact with the humans that are taking care of them. So if you have disgruntled humans in your facility, your plants aren't going to fare as well. You could be a genius and still have some major issues because your plants are weak because they need that interaction. I used to come in and go out and say good morning and good night to my clones. Like, have a good night. I'll see y'all in the morning. Like, I was just, we had conversations while I was feeding them, you know? And so it's really important um, to, to be that. But it, it, in order to be that, you have to feel like you want to be there. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, for sure. And this is something like 
any business like struggle, you know, struggles with, especially startup, you know, I've only worked in startups. Um, so I'm a little crazy because of that, but like, no, you're not. We, we know. Look at us. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I think, you know, it's important just to always like keep improving that, you know, even recently we started doing, you know, some new stuff, um, to make sure like people feel heard and, um, we're starting to like kind of switch gears and more into like educational stuff as well. Um, but it's easy it's easy like for an entry level to feel kind of lost in the crowd and feel like they're not getting um, information. I mean, anybody in any management position in any kind of industry, it's like you really just need to take the extra five to 15 minutes and communicate to your people like what's going on. Yeah. And it, it's, it saves a lot of headaches just from doing something simple like that. Um, and, you know, kind of giving them reassurance and empowering them to like make decisions. I also tell people, like, if you can't find the answer to something, go find it. I mean, I think we had to do a lot of that. I had to do a lot of that back in the day. I was super annoying. I was just like, what's this? What's this? What's this? And just, you know, figure it out. Yeah. Um, I still tell people to try to do that. It's like, if you're hungry for something and, and you want to learn something um, and you feel like you're not getting what you need, try and go find it. Well, listen, you have a computer in your hands at all times. Before you did go live, go look up the thing that you're asking. Go look at look go look up the thing that you're asking instead of scrolling through Facebook talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. (laughs) (laughs) But previously you did. You still had to ask your, you know, your head grower, your master grower. You weren't allowed to move. They held the secrets too. But that was on the internet. You know, so YouTube got it now. So, yeah. <laughs> and so now, you know, yes, the access to, you know, the different ways to grow the different, you know, lighting, so it's everywhere. I mean, if you, even people are like, how do you do I'm like, don't ask me how to do it. I was like, I, I, I've done it, but I don't do it anymore. And things have changed, you know, it's like. Um, I will say also be careful where you get your information from. Yeah, it's like you take everything with a grain of salt and consult a professional. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like, but like, but like repeated information is repeated for a reason because it's true information. Like this is what right. this is yeah. what works. This works. Have, like, the ability to analyze information, um, understand the source, understand, you know, all of those things to, and take it for what it is. I mean. I think more people need to do that with everything, but like, I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I agree. Uh, um, we, when you're, when ladies and gentlemen, when you are looking these things up and answering these questions, make sure you look it up from more than one source. Um, make sure your source is legitimate um, that, you know, you can, it, it can source its reference, right? Like, can, can you go back and find this information? Um, things like that, you know, don't just take everybody's word for it. Um, but there are a lot of really talented cultivators out there that are sharing information right here on this grand internet thing we have, you know, and they're doing it just because they're fucking bored and they want to share the information. That's yeah. it. Yeah. For no other reason. Which is great. Which is, yeah, it's, it's, it's awesome. You know, but definitely, yeah. Be and grateful it, they're not being trolls is all I'm saying. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, I, I don't think people realize that there are so many different grow methods that it does, uh, you know, indoor, outdoor greenhouse, you know, summer, you know. It changes every, everything changes depending on the, on the method. 
the the substrate, the techniques that you use, the pruning techniques even that you use, whether or not you talk to your plants, whether or not they're outside or inside, what's the weather like in your community? In your community, yo. I live in Colorado. I live in Durango. I live in Southwest Colorado. And I get different results in my backyard than other people get in their backyards because they're in a different elevation or it's a little bit drier on their side of town or sun exposure that I get or whatever. There's a million things. So within your community, that's like all of these factors matter. One of my um, friends posted the other day, um, uh, is anybody else glitching? Is the question on the table right now? Hopefully not. Hopefully we're not glitching. Um, one of my friends the other day, one of the, one of the best growers I know, um, shout out, uh, tree one, four, uh, posted, you know, everybody can grow, but not everybody can grow. Everybody can grow weed, but not everybody can grow good weed. Like, you know, so you got to put like, you could grow weed. Y'all, all y'all, all y'all can grow weed. All y'all can put a seed in the ground and water that bitch and a big old weed plant will grow out of it. Can you grow good weed? And good weed requires sacrifice of time and you have to educate yourself and you have to make mistakes. It's going to be costly. Okay. You're going to make mistakes. Um, and, and then you'll improve on those things. And, um, and it's just, it's a lot of energy, a lot of emotional energy too, because you get attached to these plants. Well, I do anyway. Um, I like personify my plants. So even like when I'm pruning, I have to use scissors because, um, you know, when you prune and then you like, and then, and it like strings Mm -hmm. it kind of, cause I personify the plants trigger warning (laughs) (laughs) because I personify the plant. I think about how, like, you know, when you get like a little hang skin, Ah, (laughs) I think about that. And so then I don't want to hurt my plant. Y'all, a few years ago, like probably four, four or five years ago now, I guess it's been a, a minute. Somebody fucking stole my plants. Oh my gosh, I remember you. T- oh god. Oh my god, I ugly cried on the internet, y'all. Um, <laughs> they, I just had two back there. They were so beautiful. It was one Afghani, and I had one white lemon, and I had been given them um, by my um, other friend, the the cousin. Uh, so I had been given them uh, before he left town. And I was so excited to grow these and they were beautiful. They smelled amazing. The Afghani was so obnoxious. Everything was so sticky. It was, I mean, it was, they were gorgeous. And I saw them that morning. I looked out and I saw them that morning. And then my husband left for work and he came running back in the house and he was like, babe, your plants are gone. And I was like, the fuck? And he was like, they're gone. And I was like, no, what? And I like go back there and see for myself. Uh, y'all, they didn't even use no trimmers or nothing. They just ripped them. They like you could see the breakage on the branch. I cried, y'all, because I was so fucking attacked. Like I was, I knew exactly I was gonna take them down all nice. And you know, I had my everything was no, and they were two weeks. They still had two more weeks, so they weren't even quite ready. Whoever stole them didn't probably know what they were stealing. Um but yeah, I like, 
oh, it broke my heart. Like, if you're going to steal it, at least be kind to my plants. Like, I worked so hard to get them here. And then you just ripped them out. <laughs> like, just crazy. So anyways, um, and that's, and that's, the, and, and so it's important to have somebody that cares like that much is what I'm saying. Like that oh, you've got to like be, you, the plant is important because what you're growing is medicine, right? doesn't matter what market you're growing it for. I don't, I don't care. Oh, it's five. It's four. It's 420. It's 420. Oh, look, look <laughs> at you. Look at you. <laughs> yeah. You're Okay. <laughs> it's time to smoke. It's 420 on the West Coast. It's 420. I just put this out too. It's so crazy. Holla. I don't know where we're going with Well, I guess we'll use this uh, moment in time because uh, I'm probably not going to finish that thought that I was on. <laughs> just, <a moment. laughs> just went right out with 420. Um care about your plants that was that was the moral of the story is care about your plants uh let's take a, a moment for a commercial break uh today's show is sponsored as always by cq llc cannabis consulting www.cq-llc.com customer service cq llc at gmail.com uh 970-426-5985 is where you can reach us cq llc uh in conjunction with uh working with the green flower media has just been uh approved in the state of colorado to teach responsible vendor training uh responsible vendor training is a requirement for delivery drivers and for hospitality workers in the cannabis industry in the state of colorado and you are required to take it from a uh, res responsible vendor trainer like uh, like ourselves um it is not a requirement for the rest of the industry. However, it can be used as a mitigating factor to any administrative violations for your team if your team has previously been trained with responsible vendor training. So give us a call, 970-426-5985. We will be happy to hook that up. Uh, this show is not sponsored by, but also we want to give you the King Palm code, um, for the, for the week. It's the same kingpalm.com, uh, 15% off when you use code KPTCCPMAR15. Uh, that code is good until the end of the month. And then I will change it to a new code. So stay tuned for that. If you want to get in touch with the show, you can reach us uh, by checking out our link. Solo.to slash Cannabis Closet 420 is where you can find all of our links, including our email. Come hang with us on Discord. Catch us later on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Um, and um, you can also find the after show on YouTube, Twitch, and uh, Facebook Live uh, as well. And finally, the show is sponsored by Queen Kitty Seltzer. If you want more information about Queen Kitty Seltzer and want to know where to follow us, solo.to slash Queen Kitty Seltzer is where you can find us. Uh, we do have the drinks on the market. We are working on uh, shipping costs right now to get them out as a retail product. Uh, if you're looking for wholesale, you can reach us through the email on this link. So just check out solo.to slash Queen Kitty Seltzer. Uh, for wholesale pricing, uh, if you are a retail purchaser, you can also send us an email, find it on that link, and uh, we will um, get an order together for you and send it out. Um, this is our new adventure, Queen Kitty Seltzer. This is my uh, plain one. It's 10 milligrams of CBD. It is all natural, no sugar, uh, no THC in this one. It's just a nice relaxing uh, CBD drink. 
uh, it's delicious. We have bubblegum, plain, and lemon kiss available. So check out our website. And that's what's going to run this show for the rest of its life. <laughs> hmm. Yay. Okay, so closed out and came back. Good. I'm glad you came back. Well, welcome back. Welcome, uh, you missed the commercials, but go, you know, y'all are already in Discord, so it's fine. Uh, definitely join us there. We are always in there and we're always talking about business. You might know something before other people know something. It's craziness in there. And also, if you're having a bad day, it's just a good place to go. That's all I'm saying. So with that said, um, ladies, is there anything else that you think? Uh, I will say, can we get la last statements from you that you think that would be helpful for our audience to know about you or about Hava Gardens or about anything that we've talked about today? The last parting words. You're putting you on the spot. Well, um I would just say uh, for all the women and anybody that wants to be in the industry is just take all the steps necessary. Um, it's, it's not a thing where you come in and you excel um, like to the top right away. You do have to work hard towards that. Like we have, we've put mm -hmm. in our time to be where we're at today. So just don't give up um, right. and pursue that career. It's a great industry to work in and, I think overall, um, it's going to be the next big industry out there um, as far as in Colorado goes. Yeah, I think in women's employment, too, I think it's going to be, uh, you know, we're already seeing those numbers increase. And I agree with you. Don't get jaded. It's hard not to because there's some shit going on in the industry that should not be happening. And um, there's some things that we're getting cut out of that we should not be getting cut out of, but we don't have to, we can find the right space, just have faith, believe in it. And always, you know, we believe in manifestation. So say it out loud. You know, hold your, hold your employers accountable, work for the yes. people that are, you know, have the same, uh, you know, drive and ambition and, and, you know, dream for this plant. Yes. Um, yes. That's so yeah. important. Make sure they're in it, you know, it's a business. The business is supposed to be in it for the money, right? But the people are supposed to be in it for the plant. Correct. And I just want to give a shout out to um, Renee and, uh, you know, I know, and I, she's, she still does, uh, it, you guys are still associated with Q or is that? Yeah. Something? Yeah. Yeah. Those are, those are our stores. Um, we're actually, we have a new store about to open soon out in Cedar Ridge. We got a license out there. Um, and we're looking on the front range and stuff too. So we're still working on that stuff, but yeah. Well, and I've always, you guys have always um, honored patients. I think, uh, you know, with the adult use store, and I just want to say like, I, you know, cause I, in my clinic aspect is I do get feedback from, you know, we don't have, we have one medical dispensary in each County from, you know, from summit to the Utah, you yeah. know? And so to have, um, you know, again, just knowing that we can, that patients can walk into a high Q store or one of your facilities, even though it's adult use and get a very nice, you know, be taken care of, you mm -hmm. know, um, I'm going to just say it. I, at least the ones that I have gone into give a 30% discount to, you know, uh, medical patients. And that helps with the taxes. It helps with, you know, the pricing of the, you know, adult use. Um, and it's very appreciated at least, you know, again, when we don't have medical access in some of our you know, areas to know that you can go into, 
um, adult use store that still cares about your pocketbook and is you know, still providing you good quality products and you know, not, not, you know, I, I, some places just don't have distribution or they don't carry a lot on their shelves because they, they don't have enough patients coming in. And it's like, right. Right. It's mind blowing the way that we have to work this system. And I just want to give you guys props for everything that you guys have done for patients and, and, uh, and, and Colorado, uh, you know, whether you're on in the medical system or not, this is still medicine. And, uh, you know, um, so I think what yeah. you're doing is brilliant. Actually. I don't know. I mean, because you're in a small place in Colorado is why more people have not caught on to who you are yet. But right. Right. Uh, I mean, th- like what you're doing is like, it's different and it's, it's healthy and it's producing, uh, from what I understand, producing very good medicine. I don't care if they're buying it on adult use site or not. It's medicine. Yeah, sure. it's beautiful, yeah. like, uh, the location <laughs> as far as like Hava Gardens in regard to some of my patients, because p- patients drive, you know, if they're driving to Denver, why can't they drive to Debec? You know, and yeah. I, so I think that um, I don't know. We'll just I, the I'm. We need to come out, and I would love to you know, do a come tour out. Year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should come uh, out and do uh, do a tour or something like yeah, that, um, and do and do another and do an, and do an interview with maybe the rest of the the stat, you know, have everybody kind of get in on it, make it a impromptu, like not impromptu, we'll plan it, of course, but like an informal (laughs) kind of situation where we're not just sitting by, but we're like traveling through and asking questions and showing our audience kind of some stuff that that they might think is cool. Uh, You know, if we could get permission to do that, I'm definitely badged. um, So, so there's that. And um, I mean, it's, it's pretty simple to get badged. So if we needed to be, we could, Um, but I know, you know, if you guys allow visitors or whatever, um, yeah, no, I think we could we could definitely make that happen. Um, but yeah, I mean, all of our, you know, all of Hobbes flowers at Q. there's probably like, you know, maybe one or two strains. We we get some from other cultivators, but the majority of that stuff is is us. Um, we also have uh, Okta. That's our um, that's our MIP. So they're doing all solventless hash production and stuff right now. So we have nice. it's, it's super fire. Um uh, so we have dabbables, uh, we have grams. We just released a, uh, was it a four grammer? A four gram bucket yeah. of live rosin. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, I love that. Um, <laughs> uh, we also do, you know, solventless yeah. vape parts. Um, and last but not least, the gummies, um, solventless infused gummies. I, I eat them every day. Yeah. Um, and it's a whole different experience for sure. Uh, we're def- those products are on the front range a lot more. Um, Haba, we're around, but we're a lot of it's just. I've going seen through. your brand name on the shelves for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, those. Uh, so those guys are crushing. They're they're out of Carbondale. Um, we'll actually be in Denver at uh, the Rooster THC competition uh, on Thursday. We submitted, so hopefully we won one, but we'll find out. Yeah, uh, and Keep that's us all updated. We'd love to hear about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they use all of our flour, and um, and they're cranking stuff out. But the gummies are incredible. The hash is incredible. Um, but it takes it takes good flour to make those things. Incredible. Yes, it does. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, so. it does. We're so love of the plant. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, as terms of like final statement stuff, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's that's kind of more along the lines I was going to go just to give 
them a shout out if you if you guys like hash um, and really high quality. She said, hash. "I want a bucket." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you come and visit, we'll get you a little goodie bag. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, if you guys are looking for resources um, to learn more about Living Soil, um, I definitely recommend to check out uh, two books. Uh, called Teaming with Microbes and Teaming with Nutrients. It's a great foundation. Those are both uh, very good books. To understand, uh, you know, the soil food web and how nutrients work and, and why nutrients and different nutrient ratios are important. Uh, I still go back and read those books and, and find things uh, that I missed before or right. I'm able to apply it in a different way. Um, and then, yeah, again, if you're a woman in the industry, like, keep going. <laughs> and, if, you know, if you want, if you want to be in it, like, you can find you can find the way. It's a battle for sure, but um, you you just got to know that you you are going to be required to work harder than they do. You are going yeah. to be required to work harder than they do. Yeah, I in mean, most cases. That's. I mean, I think that's you know, unfortunately, in any industry. Um, in any but, industry, because you have boobs. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I will say this is the most you know. Uh, women I've had in a in a grow before. Um, I love which it, super, which I'm super stoked on. Just that fact alone, like we definitely have a lot of women um, in retail and even at the NIP and stuff like that. But there's a lot yeah. of my you know my entry grower is cranking right now, so um, I'm really stoked on that. I think it's good to have both. I think you know everyone should. Yes, of course, should everyone contributes. Coexisting. Yeah, anyway. we should respect right. everyone. <laughs> right, of um, course they are. Absolutely, know? of course. It's just that you know. Here's the thing, y'all. Buy weed from women because <laughs> we've been buying weed from men for a long time. And yes, they grow it well, but so do we. Oh, yeah. And sure. we know how to cure well. <laughs> Thank you. Are you giving <laughs> Oh, my God. I love it. We didn't get to talk about this. You are the post-harvest manager. And do you guys have, say, I did, we didn't get to um, go into some questions or whatnot, but I mean, do you guys have standard set in terms, or do you kind of give it, uh, you know, I eyeball it? Like, your, what are your, you know, general methods of? Um, I use both methods. I use standard methods, what the company would like to see, and then I use experience on that final cure and process before it goes out to the consumer. So um, there was too many master growers than the, when I started in the industry. So I said, I'll let them be the masters of all of that. And I want to be the master of the post-harvest part. I want to be able to dry this weed the way it's supposed to be dried, not where it's the Colorado crunch, but yes. you know, it still has that moisture in it. So Please. you have to use a grinder. Yes. Um, and being able to uh, pull out the natural. I'm going to start flirting with you in a minute. Terpenes <laughs> um, <laughs> with, with the product that they're growing. So really being able to study the genetic and bring out the terpene profile. So yes, based on what that plant yes. needs. Yes. Thank you. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> love love it. it is not a talked it. about enough conversation. I feel like we could do probably like a whole hour on, on. Oh yeah. shit. Look who showed up. <laughs> What's up? Born majestic. <laughs> Look, women of cannabis industry series would be awesome. Bro, what do you think we've been doing all month? <laughs> we've had exactly all women on this show, except for our Wednesday release show. We were in the Cola Lounge and we let a couple of dudes come on the camera for a second. 
Oh, but, yeah. And because they are great. Because supporters. he owns it and he's yeah. also an ally. Absolutely. Yeah, so, exactly. but generally speaking, uh, check out all of our March episodes, because, but more. Absolutely. We want more. Uh, but check out all of our um, March episodes um, to learn more about women, um, not just in the cannabis industry, but we had a Women's Day episode from women with from all over that were doing all kinds of amazing things. Um, women rock shit. And so <clears throat> I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't understand how an individual or a, or a whole group of individuals who can be taken down with a kick to the crotch are in charge. I don't get it. <laughs> Your Achilles heel is like right, right center mass, like right in like center. Anyways. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> Um, I loved having you ladies on. I want to have you back again to talk more about what you're doing at Hava Gardens, but more about what you like, just, we could get you on a Wednesday show and just get on and send bullshit and, and, you know, yeah. do the thing. Anytime. Anytime. Do the thing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this show has really expanded my mind. Uh, uh, yeah, well, she's always here. See, you got to show up more often, Born. Uh, this show has really expanded my mind. See, Hard because to the party, Mister. I know. Welcome, welcome to the party. Um, it has expanded my mind too. I will say that. Um, I've learned a lot today, and now I want to learn a lot more. And I've actually um, not read those two books, but like gone through. You know, those books. Those those two books. That can you say them again? Uh, teaming with microbes, teaming with nutrients. Authors Jeff Lonefels. There's a couple of YouTube videos from back in the day when I was at Verde Natural. He actually came out and did a whole thing with us. Um, there's some old, you know, there's some older content that Cassandra Maffey has put out too, as well as we're trying to put out newer content here soon. Um, a lot of educational stuff. So there's we got some historical content from our careers, but you know, we'll start putting out more for sure. Um, you know, we're starting to do an in-house educational video. I think eventually we'll take that to social media, but I love that. Yeah. Um, check out uh, Hava Gardens on their social media at Hava Gardens. Uh, and then thank Okta, you. Check out Okta. <laughs> say, say that again. Okta, A-K-T-A. I'm not sure what the Instagram is because they've taken it down like three times recently. Oh, are they yeah. getting it? Yeah, but that's the brand name, A-K-T-A. Uh, if you like, you know, hash shots um i just want to holla at meek right now uh this is one of my new favorite spots oh, okay. well thank you so much thanks for being here <laughs> it's one of our favorite spots too okay so um you ladies have been so um just so much information so much knowledge um, I feel like we could have you on for several shows. We definitely want to have you back for like one of our Wednesday shows just to kind of BS and hang out right. if you have time to do that. Now, I know y'all are both very busy. Um, so oh we'll have to get you like in the in-between times. But um, uh, and, and definitely we would love to highlight more of the women uh, and the men on your team, too. We're highlighting women this month. Um, but we will go back to allowing men to come on to our show. <laughs> next month. Um, so, so um, we would definitely love to plan something. We could, we could drive out and, um, and do that uh, if we plan it well enough in advance um, and, and really get like, kind of like uh, some, 
some really good interviews with some of the staff and, and, you know, I think it would be really fun. And I think our audience would really enjoy that too. And, um, I, you know, even on a, you know, community event, you know, perspective, like I would love to talk about, you know, just something over in that area to connect patients with, you know, your products with, uh, you know, what's available to them in the area. Um, I think that, you know, especially was the Delta that just opened up to pay, you know, as far as like people are going to be getting their medical cards there. And it's just, um, I don't know, I it just grow the grow the connection. And um, mm -hmm. like I said people feel really lonely in this sometimes in this journey. And I, I really just don't think that there's any reason for any of, any of us to be doing, uh, you know, this alone if we don't. Yeah, not at all. Um, and, not at all. You know, it's really just based on one of my, you know, my patients, he's a veteran and he's, you know, he's like, I just, I don't, you know, he's like people you know, drink and they don't, you know, and yes, they, girl. he's like, or they're doing other things. He's like, and I'm, you know, he's like, I'm in recovery and I don't want to do that. And he's like, and I find very, you know, like that's, that's it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, but I had three other stories just like that. You know, to uh, you know, in different areas. It would be kind of cool to have like a little community event where, because you can't really share your patients' information, but if they all show up at the same place, that's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. You know, but again, uh, you're just team, you know, teaming up with you know, facilities like yours that really yeah. care about that, you know, connection and care yeah, about. Yeah, I mean that education piece too. I think there's just not enough of that out here. I mean. You know, I don't have a lot of homies out here just in general, but I mean, obviously I work a lot, but like, as far as like just overall community, like all these, all these towns are like super spread out. Um, I feel this way it's, too. It's harder mm -hmm. to, it's harder to link up, you yeah, know, like, comparatively like living on, living in Denver when I lived in Denver, like totally different, but everything, uh, yeah, everything's at your fingertips right there. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's harder to connect out here. Um, I would love to do something like that. I think my employees would love to do something like mm -hmm. that. You know, we don't get to do a lot of like cool stuff. I mean, I think there's a lot of cool things that, you know, about to happen in Grand Junction. Um, you know, they just passed, there'll, there'll be stores going up there, but um, it seems kind of on the beginning of, of being. Yes. Yeah. We've been doing this for years. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was wild that Grand Junction is starting all over when they already had it and they were already established when they took it away. So right. Tell us seeing them trying to reinvent the wheel here. I just, we are talking, so I'm going to eventually be moving to Denver because I live in Durango. And while I definitely know people here and I, you know, yeah. Um, I have some, a lot of connections, I would say out here. Um, I think that my, my growth potential for my career is kind of stagnant here. You know, I need to be in a bigger space. And so anyway, so we're, we're discussing a move to Denver here soon, but we were discussing whether or not Grand Junction was, and I was like, no, nope. <laughs> no, they're, first of all, they don't have an industry right now. Not yet. Not yet. And yeah. So like. But to I mean, the point that it was, that it used to be, there used to be a medical yes. industry uh, in, in Grand Junction. And uh, very early on, all of that was shut down. And so are they, is it adult use or is it medical first? Or what's the, what is the situation? I have not. I think um, it's going to be recreational. It's adult use, but, you know, getting the actual license, it's still like the application process and, you know, those logistic logistics and political logistics that happen in, in communities like that 
Um, you know, and there's like some, a, hoops, there's like some a, hoops to jump through there, you know? Um, yeah, it's like a small big town too. So like yeah. the, the <laughs> MED is like right there. You're going to yeah. have to jump. You're gonna have to jump higher to get through those hoops because they're yeah. like right there watching. And you're gonna have to keep them spinning, you know. Like, yeah. Like if you live, okay, but like if you have a license in Denver, it's not like that. Even though there's a main med there, it's such a big. There's so many licenses. Yeah, there's so many that they can't be up your ass yeah. about it constant. But but like I said, Grand Junction is is a is a big small town. Yeah. Like they have some of the uh, uh, amenities of a of a larger space, but they're. Yeah. Generally speaking, is small. I will say the MED is a little bit different these days. Um, you know, in the beginning, it was like, you know, it was very like they were just trying to enforce rules, and and that was it. Um, yeah, I think they they pivoted a little bit and um, definitely allow a little bit more for question asking. Um, there's a lot of work groups now that like cultivators or anyone in the industry can like join to try to get some of these regulations to make more sense. Um, yes and things like that. So I, I, I'm pretty, you know, stoked to see that change. And I'm, you know, it's not as terrifying uh, <laughs> if they show up. Um, right. Right. Um, oh, well, I, did, did y'all hear what she, she just said about that? Uh, that they, that they are, are communities of cultivators and uh, dispensary agents, managers in this industry you can join into a community and help change the laws to make them make sense for us. And this is what we constantly talk about, right? We constantly talk about the need to get involved on some level. You have to get involved. You have to have your voice heard. So if you're listening to this show now or later um, on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, a little shameless plug right there. If you're listening to this show and you are part of the industry, you are already a working part of the industry get involved more. You can't just go to work and go home. You've got no. to be a part of this industry. I mean, you don't have to, you can go to work and go <laughs> home, but like, if you really want to make a difference, if you say that you're about what you're about, then make a difference. Then and go talk to those about games. it. Talk about it. Let's talk make about this to yeah. everybody. You know, um, when I first started working with Dr. B, I, you know, people would ask what we're doing. I'm like, Oh, we run a cannabis clinic. And Dr. B was like, Wow. My setting, like, like just uh, whoever we were at at the restaurant. And I was like, why are we hiding this? It's legal. We are helping people. Like, let's talk about this. Let's talk right. about it, how it helped your mom instead of, and your grandma and your dog and, mm -hmm. um, and, and yourself <laughs> and yourself and, you know, in all the different ways. And it's not smoking anymore. You know, I think people, I don't smoke that. Um, yeah. and you even just down to the education of, oh, I don't use uh, the marijuana. I just use the CBDs. Or the other one where one, like the medical is good, but the adult use is bad. But no, they're grown in the same facilities. Good and the, tea, the medical a, seeds are way too wacky and bad. And it's like, yeah, also it's a, like. There's also a new regulation this year where we can switch from rec to medical. It's not like our product can, can change over. So yeah, um, that's good. But yeah. also you still have to pay the taxes on oh, the yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, recreational. Yeah. So, so there's a little bit of, but 
it's a step in the fucking right direction. We need an, an avenue. They're making it very difficult to be a medical patient. But like, basically like I can grow my rectag plants and, and that, you know, that finished product can be switched over. Um, yeah. So uh, it's, a, it's a good step in the right direction. For right. right. Yeah, okay. it's, it's the same thing. It's like the it's logistics the of back in the day when we had to like make sure our medical plants were like in their own spot. But why, why can't we just allow for medical wholesale grows to exist? Why do we have to convert adult use oh, to medical? Well, or why a, or reverse? You know, like I agree. That's a bigger <laughs> question. I think. I mean, I think they're ultimately trying to we you know get rid of weed it, it out. Yeah. yeah, literally. And so I know it's a part Colorado. It's in your constitution. constitution. You have a right. We got to do medical cannabis. You have fight for a our right, friend. Fight for our right to our weed. Okay, and sure. so they'll say, well, you can get it through adult use. But then when we look at adult use and the taxes on adult use, which um, MJ kind of alluded to how your store is very helpful to medical patients or your stores, some of your stores are very helpful to medical patients in that way by giving them like a medical discount, if you will, to help with those taxes. But generally speaking, adult use stores, recreational stores, whatever you want to call them, are not doing that for patients. They don't care about that. They care about their bottom line. And so there's like to tell me that I can go, oh, you can go get it at the adult use store. Well, I can, but um, I'm not going to have as much access to certain things. There's certain things that you know, just aren't going to show up on the adult use shelves because they don't sell. And that's what adult use is all about. Right. Um, And then, and then, and then on top of that, I can't afford to shop over there. Right. Or, I mean, just generally speaking, a lot of people can't afford to buy the, their medicinal needs, what they need medicinally for their terminal illness, for their um, chronic illness, for whatever, um, th- th- they can't afford that level of medicine from an adult use store with all of the taxes that are tacked onto that. That's why personally staying medical, because I get that, you know, extended plant count that you don't right. get on adult use. Exactly. So I can make my own products and higher doses exactly. for, for me. So that is, but yeah. that's what I also love about our store as well. Like Megan said, is that it still provides a, mm-hmm. a great opportunity for people that don't have access to medical in these right. small towns to be able to go to our store right. and, you know, get a decent price on our right. flower or whatever. Thank else. you for that. Thank you. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, and hopefully we definitely want to explore like, in a, you know, in our future, um, especially in Octa's future, looking into making some of our products on the medical side, because mm-hmm. we know what benefit they have. We, you know, we're very, very, you know, connoisseur in the sense of like, you know, solventless. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I've seen a couple of other com- companies kind of doing that. You know, I've seen one, uh, you know, making that move from, you know, they've been successful on the adult use side and they're, they're, they're ready to try a few products on the medical side. And I, you know, I'm excited to see if that's the trend where we're swinging back yeah. into medical. I mean, we're going to save this industry and that side of it. So, yeah, we would love to have a higher dose gummy. Like those gummies are great. And and every, yes. you know, everyone <laughs> has, everyone has different, you know, tolerances and all that stuff. I'm super lightweight with, lightweight with, with edibles, but I know, you know, I have homies on like 400, 500 milligrams. Yeah. Plus, and I'm just like, how? 
It depends on body necessity, oh, body goodness. chemistry. Don't judge a book uh, by its cover, you guys. I'm glad that you said this because I just want you guys to know that somebody that looks like me could probably, like I can't, um, I'm probably about 50 to 100 milligrams depending on the uh, medible, but um, but I have, uh, I know people that, that could get to 1,000 milligrams, right? Yeah. That are my size. Don't judge a book by its cover. No, Listen, no. it's about tolerance. It's about body chemistry. It's about necessity in your body. Your body's going to use cannabinoids for necessity. Um, and if you have a, like, you know, if you're curing your body, we ain't got time for this bullshit up here, right? We got time to do this. <laughs> so I'm not a scientist. I just, I just, this is how my experience is where this is my experience. Um, lurk, lurk, go ahead. <laughs> and so, and so, um, and so, yeah, it just depends on the individual, but yes, some people need access to those higher milligrams. And I agree that in a state like Colorado, not all states have this ability, but in a state like Colorado, where you can uh, grow your own and you have the ability to do so, I would say, give it a shot because you're going to get more bang for your buck. Once you have that going, you know, in the beginning, it's going to be a little rocky, but once you have that going, it's more bang for your buck, but also we have patients that can't do that. They just, they can't even leave their house. Some of them, you know, they have to have a caregiver go get their stuff or grow their stuff or whatever. And um, if they do leave the house, it's, you know, it's a task. It's a thing. So they, they certainly can't be in a garden growing or doing, you know, doing those types of things. Um, and so we got to, we have to have access for those, for those individuals, for all individuals. Some people just don't have a green thumb. It's just life. I know. I know. It's so easy. to be just like, just grow your own. It's like, put in a seed um, and grow. <laughs> what do I even do like succeed in growing some plants? Um, and what, do, you know, then what do I do? Um, I mean, there was a doctor in Cortez at one point that was telling patients to put a piece of dry bud under their tongue and let it sit there and then chew it up and swallow it. And I was like, you're like, what the fuck? Okay. Wow. Wow. Um, you know, I mean, there might be forward, some nutritional value in fast that. Fast forward now to where we see like a swans or whatever, uh, whatever the shows are. Where, uh, wait, wait, <laughs> pause, wait, pause, wait. So he was like having people sublingual of flower? Yeah. that would hurt like depending on the plant material like is it fresh fresh or is it like i did not go that far into (laughs) i mean there's like we heard the second hand from a couple of patients and i think maybe one of there's medicinal benefits to eating cannabis there definitely is definitely medicinal benefits to eating cannabis it doesn't necessarily, I mean, it could potentially work sublingually, I guess, if you suck on it and get all this terpenes and stuff out of it, you can get it into your cheeks and stuff. But I mean, generally speaking, that's probably not the most efficient way. No, no, that is probably the most caveman way if you don't have access to anything else. But <laughs> chewing on, I chew on the branches sometimes. Some people laugh at me for that. Yeah. I'll, I'll like get a stick or a stem out to it. Like, toothpicks. What the fuck is yeah. that about? Yeah. <laughs> like, so uh, why is a stem any different? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's probably like some nutritional value in the plant material. It is a green plant. So there's that part of it. Um, definitely. If you um, do your flush appropriately and properly, 
uh, grab your grab your fan leaves and juice those bitches. Um, there's nutritional value in there. Not not a whole lot of. There are some like uh, you know there are some of the 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 compounds the cannabinoids a little bit like not really but I mean those leaves aren't for that that's those leaves are are for other purposes so it, it would be like residual on those leaves but but they do have nutritional value and healing value as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. If you get if you get the leaves that are closer to the plant, you're gonna have more of your cannabinoid terpene profiles and juicing that is very beneficial. Also, um, you're going to get a lot of your, um, THCA, CBDA, uh, cannabinoids, um, in, in juicing and doing things like that. So just kind of keep that in mind. You can use the whole fucking plant. The roots are great for treating, uh, gout symptoms of gout. Um, I haven't figured out how to process a root, but I've read a bit about it. And um, so you can use the roots, uh, the, the compounds that are in the, that are found in the roots um, are, are beneficial for treating gout, I guess. So I, I don't know if you would have to like boil it or I don't know how you would. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm like, I love the juicing aspect. Yeah, I definitely think it was, should be in an edible form for sure. But yeah. Um, and maybe even a topical form. It on like a, you know, a beet or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> um, I, don't know. I, I don't know how the roots would work, but I've read about it. Yeah. The sky's the limit with this plant. And let's, uh, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. And then let's figure it out together. And let, let, like, let's cross brand a gout formula that has only acetic compounds in it so we could get away with having it on the open so my understanding was that it was actually the raw root so if you rinse your roots off you could like use it as a salad topper much like okay type of sprout so it does have the similar taste to to like a sprout or a bean. Like, okay. You actually rinse them and flush your roots out pretty well. Which is difficult, y'all, because some things. a good method for that. <laughs> right? They're tough too. It's like uh it's like your root vegetables, right? They're they're very thick and tough. It's hard to cut them. Maybe cut um, and then wash. Yeah, it's hard though. It's hard to cut them up. I'll, I'm going to figure it out next time I do a grow. I don't know and when just I'm going to have time it. for that, but <laughs> I'm manifesting. Uh, I'm manifest. She said, <laughs> "I'm manifesting my house in Denver uh, to have uh, three to four bedrooms, a backyard, and a basement because I'm going to turn the basement and this is my cannabis closet. So this is my office. This is where I chill and smoke. I meditate in here. I work out in here. My closet is behind this curtain." right here so like it's all in this space right but i'm gonna create a whole basement area like that but also i want like rooms for for growing in my basement too so when i have grow rooms in my canvas closet with like a wardrobe space where you could like have a long mirror and get dressed and then you have a workspace you have a yoga space yeah i'm manifesting that shit it's gonna happen i can find it i know i can yeah you can for sure Yep. I'm gonna. I'm gonna manifest buying in in my price range oh, too. Right. I can find it in my price range. Too. <laughs> <laughs> that's the like thing. That's the part. Or manifest that one hard. You got to be that, that one hard right right there. Like, Has to be yeah. in my price range, but that's it will be. And I don't. And not listen, y'all. I'm not. I can't. I can't. Aurora, y'all got bars on your windows in Aurora. I can't. 
but I can't go there. It's not worth it for me. The price is not worth the bars on the windows. But yeah, uh, so, yeah, I've been checking out a lot of places, a lot of different like outskirt areas. I'm clearly not yeah. going to live in Denver proper. I used to live in Sloan's Lake area. It's definitely been priced up quite a bit, but uh, Arvada is like not too far from that. And you're still like have pretty easy access to this. Yeah, city, that's my my goal is like an hour or less. Oh, you could definitely do less. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like thir- 30 minutes is ideal, but I would do 45 <laughs> 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 for the right spot you know? oh, for sure for sure uh but yeah well ladies uh it has been an absolute pleasure having you on we definitely want to have you come back um so much interesting information even down to the roots i mean geez look at us <laughs> um it's it's time it's that time to wrap up the show um <laughs> Hang out for a second after we hit the button and we'll we'll chat after the show. Um, you guys, uh, make sure that you are nice to yourself. Put your mask on before assisting others. It's very important. It's very important. Yes, yes. Uh, cultivate love. You know, bring it to you. you know, sorry. sorry. Open arm it. You know. um, yeah, you deserve love. So, and um, stay lifted, friend. Stay lifted. And I'm sorry that I offended with the bars comment. I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> there are areas in Denver. I don't want to live in if I can avoid it. I love y'all. We'll see you on Wednesday. We have no idea what's going on on Wednesday, but we'll figure it out by then. We love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. 420 Mountain Standard Time every Monday and Wednesday. We will be here to talk to you. Thanks for joining us. And we will see you on Wednesday. And uh, follow uh, Hava Gardens on uh, Instagram and other places, too. All right. Stay lifted, everybody. We'll see you next time. Peace.